Hi, and good morning. Welcome to another session of Ask Ellie, Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. And today's topic, we are going to be talking about love, relationships, and calling in the one. So I have a lot of questions to begin with, and we're going to start with the questions that have been submitted to me this past week. And I'm very excited to have you all call in with your questions, concerns, and thoughts about love, relationships, calling in the one, and love potions, and love spells. Okay, here we go. Question number one. This was received from DP out of New York, and it is, I, Dear Ellie, I love your Tuesday podcast. I look forward to hearing your voice and your insight every week. You are a gift to us all. Thank you. I had the pleasure of visiting with you this April via Zoom, and I can confirm that 95% of what you predicted has manifested. It's incredible. That's a pretty cool testimonial, huh? The remaining 5% has to do with what you saw coming to fruition this month in September. You saw an amazing man coming into my life. I have been open and actively dating since beginning of August. I came in touch with a man on October 31st, I'm sorry, August 31st, and we just shared our first kiss this week. September 8th. I feel myself smiling from my heart when I even think of him. Our conversations about our journeys based on our careers are so serendipitous, it makes us laugh. If we were to geographically track us at different years in our life, I would see that we were either very nearby each other in the moment, or one of us was on the way to explore the area the other had just left. Uh, he is also from Turkey, which you saw him coming from an older country, possibly Austria. As of this, all of this to say, I want to check back in with you today, revisit this vision to ask for your present thoughts about this new connection and potentially beautiful relationship. Thank you in advance for sharing your clear insight. Okay. DP, this is interesting and this is wonderful. And let's just take a really quick look about your particular relationship before I talk about calling in the one and using some magical tips and tools to expedite things um, as we move through our day. Okay. Um, first of all, I do want to tell you, DP, that I see you in a union. This is a very wonderful union. It is the kind of relationship that it, this person will have your back. And not only will he have your back, you will have his back as well. So this is very, very cool. This has nothing to do now with the relationship, but I am seeing that you are going to be doing something professionally that is very exciting. It feels and looks as if you have recreated yourself and or are in the process of recreating yourself and also listening to your intuition and to the divine guidance that is coming to you and being offered to you. Uh, this new relationship is going to have you, I'm going to call it emerge in such a way that you have not known each other, you, you known yourself. Um, I happen to be very 
cautious when it comes to saying, yes, this is the person for you. And the only reason why I say that is because we never want to give our power away to someone in the psychic realm. I will tell you this though, if this is your man, you will have the evidence by the end of this month. And what is that evidence? That evidence is that he honors his word, that he does what he says, that he is, you will know, you'll just absolutely know. Now, here's the beautiful thing. You are going to get married if that is something that you wish to have. So I'm seeing that for you also. And just remember, DP, that you get to create so much of this and the way this relationship goes and the way the relationship occurs. And we're going to talk about that a little bit in the next question. So the next question that I have applies to you as well. So if you continue to go through, I do have a wonderful man in your life, absolutely wonderful. And so if this is him, congratulations, this is, this is great. And here's the thing, DP, in the event that it's not, just know that someone is coming in this month. I do see you in relationship by the end of this month. Okay. Um, intending that that answered your question. And as always, if you do want to have a private one-on-one -on -one with me, just email me and I will send you a 20% discounted link for your session. And then we can talk about him and the one, and also about your other wonderful opportunity and the emergence that I see coming for you right now. So this is fabulous. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to move on to the next question that I have right here. Okay. Miras, dear Ellie, there is a spiritual teaching I have learned from my yoga teacher that we are sacred mirrors for those from various relationships, who we form various relationships with. Recently, I was aware that the man I am dating is guarded. It took me a long time that, to realize that I am being guarded as well. And it is, in a sense, being mirrored back to me. I am wondering what your thoughts are about this. And have you ever come across this teaching in any of your studies? Thanks, CR out of NYC. So, yes, CR. And... Um, one of the things that goes back historically to all of the teachings from Buddhism way back when is that, as Neville Goddard said, everyone is you pushed out. So what that means is that everyone that we encounter, not just in a relationship, in a love relationship, but everyone that we do encounter in the world is us pushed out. So I'm going to explain explain that to you and to everyone on the call right now. So if we look at everyone is us pushed out, that means that everybody in our relationships in our life are going to show up in our reality exactly as we think they are going to. If you recall um, that in, in some of the teachings that I've done, and in my book, also Children Who Know How to Know, which is not a children's book, FYI. In my book, Children Who Know How to Know, 
I teach how we are all the sons of our own universe, the S-U-N of our own universe, and that all the perspective and everything that we have can only be seen through our own personal lenses. So therefore, everyone we meet is a mirror of us. And so I'm going to come back and explain that a little bit more. Um, but to go back now to being everyone is pushed out and they are exactly as we think they are. So what that also means to us is that we see everyone through our own perspective. So for example, unless you have a consciousness training where you can start to realize that everything is everything is seen through the personal lens of yourself and once you start to realize that on a conscious level then you can begin to realize and begin to attempt to look at the world through another person's lens because they are the sun of their own lives so no two people will have exact same experience because we all have our different filters and our different experiences and we're all unique. However, if everyone that we meet is a mirror of us, then when we have thoughts or beliefs, for example, and we say, oh, you know what? He always does that or he is so guarded. Well, he being guarded is how he is showing up in your life. And the only way that he can show up in your life um, without the consciousness training is for him to mirror back what already exists within you. So if you are guarded, if you are fearful, everything that we have, if you are insecure, all of that is mirrored back to us. Now that is not a pleasant thought, especially when the the um, qualities are mirrored back to us that we're not exactly crazy about. So if you're looking at, oh God, he's so cheap, and then that's mirrored back to you. Well, if he is so cheap, what is there in you that is seeing that? Where are you being cheap? So these are things that we have to take a look at. Um, the concept is taught a lot by Neville. And Neville, for those of you who are unfamiliar with him, Neville became a very famous teacher. He's from the Barbados. He arrived in the United States during the first half of the 20th century. Uh, Neville is an amazing teacher to follow. Many of his lectures are available online. And one of Neville's teachings from his lecture back in 1959 says, and I quote, the whole vast world is no more than man's imagining pushed out. I must qualify that by saying that the world outside of man is dead, but man is a living soul and it responds to man. Yet man is sound asleep and does not know it. The Lord God placed man in a profound sleep and he sleeps the world. And as he sleeps, the world responds as in a dream for man does not know he is asleep. And then he moves from a state of sleep where he is only a living soul to an awakened state where he is a life giving spirit. And now he can himself create for everything is responding to an activity in man, which is imagination. That's the end of Neville's quote. And then Blake says, the eternal body of man is imagination, and that is God himself. So we are everyone pushed out. 
So we want to look at that very carefully. We don't want to overanalyze it. However, we do want to be aware of it. So when other people are behaving differently than you expect them to behave, one of the things to remind yourself is that they are the sons, S-U-N, of their own world. And that is important for us to grant them being, to be how they are and how they're not. And so that we allow them to show up the way that they are and we allow them to be who they are. We grant them being so that we can start to change our perspective somewhat and just realize that they're seeing the world through their own filters. They're seeing that. So often just think about in casual conversation, how many times people project onto us their own fears and insecurities and they're not ours, but yet they appear to be for the other person as we are that person pushed out in that state. So it's it's really quite a fascinating topic for further exploration. And if you're interested in talking to me more about it, you know where I am. And just email me beforehand and then I will... We'll take a look at um, me giving you a discounted link for this. Uh, okay, awesome. Uh, and of course, if you're ever uh, available during the live, the live calls, it would be really wonderful to then have those conversations with you right here. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so does anybody have any questions right now? Who Anybody in the, the rooms, I see there are a few people here. And so if anybody does want to call in with a question right now regarding love, um, please do before I move into spells, potions, and calling in the one. Okay, all right. Looks like no one's interested or going to call in right now, and that is fine. I'm going to move right on into our next topic, which is calling in your soulmate or calling in the one. So across all ages and cultures, we see remarkable similarities in calling in the soulmate. And many cultures believe that it is wrong to call in a specific purpose person because of the law of free will. And today I'm just going to offer you a different perspective, and that is that you can call in anyone that you wish, whether they're good for you or not, whether they're meant for you or not. Um, just know, though, that the outcomes may not always be successful. If you do call in a relationship with someone who you have intentionally selected, oftentimes these relationships are wrought with challenges. And of course, calling in a specific person holds no guarantee that they are going to stay for any length of time, be faithful, or even love you in return the way that you love them. But for today's practice, um, you can call in anyone you wish. Uh, so if anybody has a question to that, um, please let me know. You can call in and otherwise I'm just going to continue with our spells and our calling in the one. Okay. So one of the things, this is a personal thing. One of the things that I do believe is that it is best to cast your spell or call in the one from higher source and the universe. So we allow the God source, universe, divine wisdom to be smarter than we are. And that we allow God, we allow God, it's like we allow God to bring us 
the person who is best suited for us so that we're not going to be interfering with somebody else's karma. So we want to look at calling in someone who is good for us in the eyes of the divine. So you may call in somebody who's got all the characteristics you wish. However, you may have omitted the fact that you didn't ask for them to be single. So now what will you do? Again, the more specific that you can be, and then also the more that you can trust that the divine source and God will bring you the perfect person for you and the highest good, the easier and happier you will be. So we're going to start today with a standard method of um, the standard method of traditional Western culture, which is not particularly connected to any cult or religion, uh, that is also used universally. And one of the things that we're going to start with for anybody out here who's looking to call in the one is make sure that you've got a list of qualities that you wish to have in a partner. And then at some point, you want to also add for the highest good of all at the end of your manifestations, your prayers, your invocations, or your incantations. So you do want to have that person that you are calling in be for the highest good of all. So one wonderful way to call in your love, and this can be used by men or women, it makes no difference, is to go get yourself a couple of things. So one of them would be to purchase a pink candle. You can also purchase a red candle, depending on your intention. Red is more for passion, and we know that pink is more for love. Those are the colors associated with passion and love. And then you can purchase some wonderful aromatherapy oils that are just fabulous to use in any sort of magical um, activity. And so one of them is rose. Another one is Lang Ylang and Clary Sage and Jasmine. These are just among the few that I happen to really love. And so what you do is you start to prepare yourself. You're going to be taking a bath. During the bath, you'll be doing some creative visualization, which I'm going to give you the technique. So you'll want to set up your, your, your place first, which is to take your pink candles and anoint them with either a rose oil or a Lang Ylang, perhaps a Clary Sage or maybe jasmine oil, you'd like to anoint those. Then you apply two to four drops of either of these oils to your bath. You light your pink candles or your red candles, and then as you go into the bath, you prepare yourself for what I call the pink bubble or pink balloon manifestation. And this technique was made very popular by Shakti Gawain, who created the book Creative Visualizations. So you put your visualization into the bubble, you let it go. And you know that the universe is now drawing your loved one to you and that there's not much more you need to do. So the visualization goes like this. Close your eyes. You keep your eyes uh, behind your eyelids at a 45 degree angle. And then you prepare to call in the one. So if you're working with a very specific person, well, then you can imagine that person in that pink bubble or pink balloon with you. You want to create a scene. You want to create a scene that will then tell your subconscious mind that this has already happened. One of the best way scenes that has been 
that we've had a lot of experience with and had a lot of success with uh, is to take a scene where the two of you have either been in a relationship for a while or even married so that you're doing something uh, that has you has your subconscious realized, oh, we've been together for a while and this is working. And so you may want to see yourself driving um, in a car on a weekend afternoon, having a wonderful time or whatever it is that you wish to see yourself doing together as a couple. And the other part is to make sure that you see yourself in the visualization and not as a movie. A lot of times in visualizations, we project ourselves onto our screen of our imagination as a movie theater, but we're not in it. And the idea is that you really do wanna get into the scene so that you can have the emotions of the person in the scene. You want to be able to enact it. You wanna feel it real, you want it to be real. And then that scene is impressed on your subconscious mind. You put it into a pink balloon or you put it into a pink bubble and then you just send it off to the universe with the intention that this or something better shall happen, shall manifest for the highest good of all. And then you let it be, just let it go and let that visualization take its own course. Now, what happens the rest of the day? Well, this is where it gets really important. Now that you've put your manifestation out to the universe, one of the fastest ways in manifesting whatever it is that you want is to be highly vigilant of your thoughts and your attitudes. If you assume the state of being in the relationship and you visualize yourself in the relationship often during the day, avoiding the feeling of despair, frustration, or anything that could possibly negate it. That's the state you want to be in. You want to be in the state of knowing that your wish has already been fulfilled, that it has already come true, and that you are just now living in the present moment. However, in the current future, the wish has already been fulfilled and that you are now only drawing it to you. So again, you got to be careful that you make sure you stay away from any and all negative or contrary thoughts to negate your intentions. Um, one of the ways that I always tell my clients is to walk around looking good, feeling good, and smelling good. And this way, you constantly have that energy circulating in your life. You have that higher vibration. You look good. You feel good. You smell good. The people, again, everyone is you pushed out. So then what will happen is people will start responding to you from the outward, coming back to you as within, so without. And people will start responding to you in very positive ways. Again, that will cause your vibration to rise and then in that frequency being higher it becomes more effervescent and you start to attract the things that you really do want to be attracting so um and it will remind again it reminds you of um calling in the one so just a little story really quickly so that we can continue on to some potions over here and some little love spells. Back in the mid 1990s, I had the very first aromatherapy shop on Western Long Island, which was located in Great Neck, New York. 
And I was one of the first certified aromatherapists in the United States. The National Aromatherapy Association hadn't been formed. So we felt we needed to create certification as this field was growing. So back then, when I had my own store, um, I became the first certified New York aromatherapist. And I created my own favorite blend, which I named Sherazade's Favorite. And what this is, this is a great blend that you can wear as a massage. You could use it for massage oil. You could wear it as cologne. You could put it in the bath. Uh, you could do many, many different things with this. And what you do is you take a professional blend of base oil, about four ounces of this, or you can use sweet almond oil. You take 12 drops of chamomile, you want it undiluted, six drops of lavender, six drops of sweet orange or mandarin. And these then in combined, you blend these in combination with one another and you wear this as a love calling ointment or love calling uh, perfume and it works, it works wonders. Um, you can, can't imagine the sweetness that you bring into your life here. And there are a lot of my recipes are in the book, Practical Aromatherapy by Robin Feller. Also, if you're a female, you want to wear jasmine, rose, ylang-ylang, clary sage, you'll be wearing romance all day. If you are a man and you want to attract love into your life, I strongly suggest that you wear patchouli, sandalwood, a little bit of frankincense. And if your body can tolerate it, a little bit of combination of cinnamon, patchouli, and sandalwood, you have no idea what this does for the women around you. Okay, so um, anyway, um, let's get on to some, some spells. I'm just going to offer you time permitting. I'm, I'm going to offer you one spell right now uh, that is a little strange for Westerners. However, it's had some great results for many, many people. And what you do is you draw an image or picture of your love and you write down the attribute, attributes you wish to have in your partner. So you place this picture in a small dish um, and then you cover the, the writing or the little image with honey because we know that honey draws love and sweetness into our life. Then we place five small fish hooks around the dish plate. Now, remember, you're going to catch your love. That's the metaphor over here, the allegory. Be sure to taste the honey while doing this offering so that the God of love will know that your intent is pure. Then light a yellow candle. So in this case, yellow is for purity and bringing in a, a pure love. So you kind of candle that you want to get is the, those glass encased ones. You let the candle burn down. Of course, you put out the candle when you're leaving home if you want to. Make sure to relight it again. Anyway, when your candle has burned down, you can then remove the honey and the fish hooks and the picture, but make sure to bury them and not throw them out in the garbage. So this is a very unique kind of love potion or spell that you can use. And anything that you do, basically, that is not to harm another person is always going, you know, it's going to work. And of course, your intentions have to be pure of the highest good for the highest good of all. So that when you are manifesting, everything that you manifest will then come back to you in the way or better than you would have wanted it to be. So I've allowed a few minutes for anyone who'd like to call in and ask a question. 
Um, otherwise, I will just talk to you a little bit about some aromatherapy oils and the magic of aromatherapy and how to use aromatherapy in spells when um, you want to. So does anybody have a question for me right now? I'd like to call in. I just have to hit the call in button and I'll answer. Okay, um, not seeing anybody. So I'm going to just circle back to some of the questions that were asked about love earlier, which is, you know, calling in the one, creating your relationships. So again, if everyone is you pushed outward, then you get to create the relationships that you are in. You get to see these people, you get to create the person. So if you're, so you really want to be very mindful as to how you create someone. So for example, going back to CR, this person is guarded. So what are things that one can do in order to change that dynamic? And that would be some affirmations and self-talk. So you may want to start saying to yourself, I am safe and I trust the relationship that I'm in. I am safe, I am loved, and I trust myself, and I trust others. And so that way, I now feel divinely protected. This way, then, the energy of being guarded and being um, being protected, that you need to protect yourself, that someone else is going to hurt you, will not be there. Again, remember, nobody can hurt us. That is just, we, you know, we can say, oh, God, yes, they hurt me, they hurt me. No, they just did something. Now, what they did may not have been appropriate, it may not have been honest, but they just did an action. And it, again, is our interpretation and our feelings about this action that then cause our hurt and our despair. And through uh, guidance and awareness, the hurts that we create for ourselves and our lives can be dispelled. And another thing that always helps in protecting us and guiding us is a really fabulous essential oil. It gives a aromatherapy does something really wonderful for our brains because it acts on our scent um, glands and it acts on that particular part of the brain. So when we wear a certain oils, we feel very empowered. So if you do feel that you need to guard yourself or that you do want to allow your guard to go down so that you can be more loving and that your partner can also be less guarded, I'm going to suggest you get yourself some lavender oil and wear that when you are around each other. Okay. Um, our time has come to an end. I will just tell you that I am going to be doing an a magical aroma therapy workshop in October. It will be online via Zoom. You are all invited. The best way to find out about the date and the time and the curriculum and what we'll be covering will be to, to get on my email list, which is at www.lelliamolina.com. Join the email list, get on there, find out about the magical aromatherapy, find out about what I'm up to, and I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday um, on this podcast, Ask Ellie. Thank you all for being here today. Thank you. Much love. Many blessings.